right now. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We bless your name, Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for everything that you are. And Lord God, I thank you most of all for your plan for this day. God, I thank you for all the moms that have made their way to the service today. God, I thank you for all the mothers who have poured into us, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I ask you to bless each and every one today, Lord Jesus, whether they are here, far away, or they have gone on to be with you, Lord. We ask you just to bless, Lord God, and strengthen today. And we want to flow with you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Be still, there is a healer. His love is deeper than the sea.
Praise God. Praise God. It feels good in the presence of the Lord today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, praise team, for leading us in worship. Isn't God good? You can be seated in Jesus' name. Praise God. Would you just, where you're at right now, would you just close your eyes and just reach out to him in your own personal way? The presence of God is, is moving in a unique fashion right now. Jesus, all across this place, I sense you ministering to the needs of your people. Lord, I sense you trying to speak into the hearts and the spirits of those that are here. I'm asking you, Lord, right now to cross over any boundary or hindrance that would keep us from receiving from you what you have for us. Lord, I pray for each individual that's here right now that you would become very personal to them. Lord, that this will not just be ritual, but Lord, that this will be relationship. Lord, that what we experience in this house is not uh, form and substance, but God, that it is an invasion of heaven in the realm of where we live. I'm asking you, Lord, to loose the angels that can't round about them and fear you. I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to send forth the angels according to the book of Hebrews that are sent forth as ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. And I'm asking you to surround us right now from the front to the back and from side to side. God, let your spirit saturate this place. Let the heavenly hosts, Lord, take up arms against our enemies. Lord, let them go and set ambushments upon our enemies' voices, God. I silence the tools and the instruments that the adversary would try to use against us. I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to loose the winds of heaven. Let there be a fresh breath right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let the glory of the Lord shine round about them that fear you and help us, Lord Jesus, to walk into places that we've never dreamed of walking. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I feel like the Lord wants to tell somebody to step over your issue. Step over your issue. Some of us, well, I should even say most of us, are probably stubborn enough to get what we want. Right? If we really want it, we're going to figure out how to get it. And I believe that the Lord is trying to tell somebody, use that stubbornness to cross over your issue and into his arms, into his spirit, into his presence. Praise God. What a wonderful day. We had a great day yesterday at men's breakfast. What a wonderful time. We had some great, great food. Thank you, Tony. Steak and eggs and potatoes. And then we had, we never did really find out if it was David or Marianne, but we had some awesome apple crisp. <laughs> and uh, so it was just a wonderful time. Bradley gave such a great testimony. We appreciate that so much. Yeah, it was awesome. 
Praise God. That's the second Saturday of every month. And we're, we've been basking in the glow of yesterday. Praise God. At this time, what we want to do, I, met, I announced two weeks ago and then had a brain cramp last week and skipped it. And not meaning to, but just kind of got into the flow of the service. But today is a good day. You see a microphone up here for somebody that's much taller than me. <laughs> Praise God. We'll bluff. Lower this down a little bit. And what we want to do is, if we just want to take just a few minutes, I'm going to ask you uh, if anybody would like to come and just leave a testimony before the Lord. Come and speak into the mic, but make it as quickly and concisely as possible so we can give uh, everybody an opportunity or chance that would like to share the goodness of God. It's good to hear what God is doing for others. And uh, it builds up the faith of the body. And... Uh, and so we want to make this opportunity uh, available right now. Is there anybody that wants to just jump up right away and come and share the goodness of the Lord? Don't be bashful. You chickens. There we go. Now I lowered it down. That's okay. I can bend over a little bit. Um, you know, my name is Paul Weisbrot. I've been going to this church for a long time, uh, but I've been a real Christian for just over 10 years now, being a big part of this church and just kind of participating in everything that has been available to me. And this year, really, I think I think it was after January, wasn't it all? And then we started Catalyst. So yeah. this year in 2021, we started a new class called Catalyst um, for people that are really kind of sophomore in high school through college age. And if you come, I won't turn you away, I promise. But it's on Thursday nights, and, you know, I just wanted to to leave a testimony with you guys that it was, um, testimonies don't always start out like, you're not always, you're not always kind of getting fire out of the tailpipe right away and just taking off at a million miles an hour. Because when we first started Catalyst, it was like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing, I'm gonna be obedient to God because I wanna teach again because we've been closed for so long with COVID, I haven't been able to do it on Sundays. And at first, it was me and Owen. And that was it. It's like, okay, well, we're gonna to get together and talk. I'll prepare a lesson every time, but we end up just, we're talking about what we need to talk about. And it's like, is this even worth it, you know? like. Maybe me and Owen should just go grab dinner, you know, because nobody else is showing up. And then it's it's one of those things where God was faithful and he started to take over and it was all of a sudden it was Christian King. And then and then, you know, all of a sudden I've got it's like everybody takes turns, but I've got all these 17 and 19 and 23 and 25 year olds that are showing up and nobody's making them come. And they're asking hard questions, you know, that are that are not only, I mean, those are the best ones, those are my favorites, but it's like, God is really, I can see it in them every time they come back. They're asking the next, the next question and the next question, and, and God is, I mean, we're kind of hiding on Thursday nights, and that's the way we like it, but God is moving in your college-age kids. They're changing. 
they're asking more, they're asking difficult questions and they're not just asking them and wondering about them on the inside, they're getting answers. And God is moving in that group of people and he's changing their lives and I can see it in them because they're coming back. So I just want to encourage you today that that group of people in this church is changing and God is moving in their hearts and whatever God has placed on your heart to do, I want you to just step into that with everything that you have because God will honor that.
feel like that has provided me a lot of all the answers I need. And I have to say, I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in God. Because I need a purpose for life other than to grow up, work, and die. It's not really life. But yeah, I've always been curious about life ever since I can remember. And always have the good questions that Paul loves so dearly. <laughs> but yeah, every night since uh, last year, um, I've been praying to God and he's answered some of my prayers. And last summer I was able to walk in the church all by myself, which is something I would never have done in a million years. Yeah. 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 I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Of getting connected is by having an invitation. 
If you don't have an invitation, it's like, well, I'm just going to do what I normally do. But when somebody reaches out to you and gives you an invitation, it's like, okay, I'll consider that. You know, Patrick considered it today. He had no thought of coming here today. And yet, he was, it was such a blessing. Aaliyah was sitting next to me, and she's like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. We're hearing the conversation with this whole family, you know? So, I can't even tell you, I feel so blessed for what God has called me to do. Yeah, yeah. And I don't go looking for it, okay? That's the thing that's so incredible that it comes to me, okay? I mean, my phone keeps ringing all the time, and I just answer the call, and God knows I'm willing to go wherever, you know, he sends me. It was interesting, you know, with Will. Dave, can you share a little bit more of my testimony about your phone and stuff? You know? Okay, so... <laughs> so his girlfriend, you know, um, had gone through the program, a teen challenge, and she was in no position to help him because it was so recent. And so she got a hold of me and said, Dave, he's really in a dark spot. You know, can you go get him? And I'm like, I was over at my daughter's house, Jen, and, uh, she lives in Ramsey, and when I got the call, it's four and a half hours one way to go get him. Okay, and when I got the call, I'm like, Jen, I need to go right now. I haven't taken care of my dog. Would you go home and take care of my dog so that I can leave from here because it's closer? Time is of the essence. And so I'm driving up there, and... And then my phone is not charging. I don't know if it's a thing with the, you know, my connection or what it was, but it wasn't charging. It got all the way down to 1%. I'm up there. It's so dark up in northern Minnesota. Imagine going four and a half hours north, okay? And, you know, it was still telling me turn, and it told me to turn uh, right when I should have turned left. And so then I'm lost out there, and you know, I and I had no more juice, and then all of a sudden, oh wow, it came up a little bit, and uh, so I I called him, and uh, he said, well, he was with his mom, he calls her his mom, it's not her, his mom, but he this is where he is, and she says, oh, he needs to turn around and go the other way, and then I'm going the other way, and then it drops down to like, you know, one percent. There's nothing. I can't get a connection. And then he's, you know, out in the middle of the road going like this. You know? He saw my car, and I turned around again because I thought, well, this can't be right. Turned around, and then I, I went back, and he said, no, come back the other way. And there he was, and he got in the car, and it was interesting. He was talking about his dad on the way back and uh, just some of the stuff that had gone down there. And, and then I come to, to find out, and I did a video of this because I like to – to share what's going on. Other people need to hear. You know, when you're in that kind of a situation, it's not about me, it's about God rescuing him. Right? And other people need to know that there's somebody out there who will come and get you no matter where you are. Okay? And uh, so we stopped and did this testimony, and he shared in the testimony that his intention, he, he'd been shooting meth for a long time, but he was in a very dark place. 
And that particular day, he was going to load a rig with heroin and just take himself out. If he didn't get out of there that day, it was all over. Every time he, see, every time he sees me, he hugs me, okay? He's got this look in his eye, this gratitude. And I, I share with him, it's like, understand from that point on, everything that happens in your life is a total blessing. Because you wouldn't have had any of this, right? This is God, you know, rescuing you. And that's his lost sheep. He knows where his lost sheep are. I don't know where they are, but somebody knows where they are. She knew where he was, and she called me. And that's how it works. And I just want to give God glory for that. steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Hello, Spirit of Grace. I was saved by Jesus when I got kicked out of treatment because the psych ward wouldn't take me. And I tried again. The psych ward still wouldn't take me. And, and the people in treatment couldn't deal with me. And I was scared of other addicts and they kicked me out. And when I left, my roommate said, this is what's going to save you. And I had a Bible in my hand. And I went to the airport. And like the devil was attacking me. And I was reading the Bible. I was just looking for a way out. I couldn't deal with life anymore. And I had nothing going for myself at the time. And when I was reading the Bible, all the love of Jesus poured out upon me from heaven. And I felt the total presence of God from head to toe when he knew me and he loved me and he has a plan for me. And I was warned about hell. And I knew how much God loved me. And if he loved me, then how much does he love everybody else out there who the world might cast out? Jesus will welcome them in. And from that foundation, I have a whole new life. And you see me joyful and happy. I used to be so miserable. And that's God that has changed me into someone who loves the Lord and loves the Bible. And I thank you, and I invite you to Chainbreakers Wednesdays here at 7 o'clock. Thank you.
Dwayne was talking to Jesse about it, who is Will's girlfriend, and she just looked at me and said one thing, did you feel it? And I said, yes. It, it's powerful when, we're, when he's inviting and we're moving and we're not questioning. We're just doing it, and he shows up. And I'm grateful. I surrender, man. 
wherever you're going to send me, if it's to prison or whatever, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to serve you no matter where that is. In here, out there, I don't care. And I'll just, I just want to take a quick, uh, last six months, I graduated last Wednesday, and life is just better
I get a call from Carver County social workers saying, hey, are you Montez's father? I'm like, yeah. And they were like, well, we are looking to emergency remove him, like remove him from the home because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, here we go again, you know? And so we're talking to the social worker and she was just basically explaining to me what was going on because he missed so much school and all of this. And, and I'm like, of course, I guess. I, I definitely, this is all that I've been trying to do. We have a court order that his mother wasn't following. I only seen him once in the last two years. I haven't seen him since he was seven. He's now nine. Um, and physically seen him, but I have seen him uh, through her sister, you know, on the phone or whatnot and talk to him occasionally. Um, so I had all these mixed emotions going on. I had this anger because of the situation. I had sadness because of the situation, but I had joy because of the situation. You know what I'm saying? And sitting there talking with my wife and you know connecting with the social workers, they are so helpful, you know. And as of right now, um, the social worker, Montez, is with one of her friends who I'm, I'm okay with for temporarily until we can get everything established in the system and whatnot for him to come live with me. And I'm really believing God is going to move right now in that situation. Because since he's, he's been born, that's all that we wanted was to have all my kids with me or involved in whatever we're doing because me and my wife, we're nothing but fun-loving kids. You know, we love kids. As you can tell, um, there, there's a... <coughs> there's always, don't get old, there's always um, kids at our house and there's always something going on and we're always bringing the kids with us. And I just really believe that God is really gonna move in this situation. And I said, you know, my wife was like, the only thing that we can do is give it to God and let him handle it. I said, he's already did it. It's just how, um, I was talking to Carol, she said, things just have to align up. And God is aligning things up quickly. And was I ready and expecting that call? Not at all, but am I accepting that call? Absolutely. So tonight when you lay down, say a little prayer for Darius and his family. You know, but when you say that prayer, I don't want it to be a sad prayer. I want it to be a, a prayer of, of joy, a prayer of a praise prayer, saying that God already did it because I believe that he's doing it right now.
realistically. And one thing that I just want to share is this. It doesn't matter if you've been at this church for 26 years or 26 days. Our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ is building a family right here within each and every one of us. Within each and every one of us in you know what? Our Lord Jesus Christ has something for each and every one of us to do in his kingdom. And in his kingdom, as a family, I'm just so thankful for today. Because you know what? We can celebrate what God is doing in each one of our lives. And I'm just so thankful for that. I'm thankful for the family that God is continuing to add to. Speaking to your family, Darius, look at this. You know, when Pastor and Trisha came, there were about 35 of us, I think. Good day, there were about 42. So, you know what? God is growing this family. And as a family, we are able to celebrate what each and every one of us is allowing God to do in our lives. And I thank you for that. Praise God. So if you think your life is a mess, you have found the right church. 
you have found the right church, not just because of me, but because of the spirit of this church. And so we want to make sure that you're, you understand that you're welcome here. And this is an absolutely judgment-free zone. The second thing I wanted to say is, and I, and I know he agrees with me, but we've heard a lot about Dave Johnson. But, and Dave is incredible to do what God has asked him to do. But I think he would be the first to tell you that there could be another 50 Dave Johnsons in this room if we'll just all answer the call. It won't be exactly the same thing that Dave does. That's Dave's calling. But if all of us together answer the call of God, I've been called to be the pastor. If I don't do that, then it's not just me that's going to suffer. It's not just my family, but it's going to be this church because I'm not doing what God has asked me to do. And God is asking each one of us to do something. So find your thing that God wants you to do and do it with all of your heart. And who knows, the next person that stands up may be a testimony because you lived your life in such a way that it influenced them and it touched their heart and ministered to them. Praise God. And uh, I want to read one scripture and then we're going to be done. This is Mother's Day. And we want to say a great big happy Mother's Day to all of you moms. And really, I, I've never really liked Mother's and Father's Day. It's men and women to me. This is Women's Day because I've got a whole lot of ladies in my life that have never had a natural born child, but I could call her mom. And... Uh, not by bloodlines, but by spirit lines. I've got all kinds of spiritual mothers. I've got a spirit, a mother in the ministry. Her name is Janet Trout. She was my first uh, female leader, if you will, when I went and she gave me my very first ministry job in 1988. And uh, I honor her today. And uh, there's all kinds. I honor my mother-in-law. She's not here. She'll see it on video. She'll be here in a couple of weeks. So all of you that have been missing her, you can all bombard her when she gets here. And uh, then I honor my wife as well. And then my mother, obviously, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. Both physically and spiritually, probably. So we honor them. But I got to thinking today, and each and every one of us has a natural mom that we can honor today, whether they were a good mom or a bad mom, or in some cases, even an evil mom. All of us have breath today because of a certain mom that gave us birth. But can I just tell you that the scripture likens us to moms? Reading from Ephesians chapter five, the New Living Translation. And further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. And as the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word, he did this to present to her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. 
Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Now, for all of you ladies, don't freak out. I'm not getting ready to teach on submission for the next five minutes. Maybe I should. I don't know. But what I want you to notice in this passage that is often overlooked is who is the bride? Who's the mom, if you will? Who's the lady of the situation? The church is the lady. So all of you men and I, myself, we have to answer the question, are we being good wives today? Are we being good moms today? Let me just say it this way. Here's what I believe on this Mother's Day 2021 is that God is trying to birth something in the church. And so as moms, as pregnant women, we need to be available and ready to birth that new thing that God wants to come out of us. And uh, that means sacrifice. That means patience. Now, <clears throat> the men maybe question that six months into the pregnancy, whether patience is really there or not. But as my wife carried both of my children, the patience had to be unending. Because as you can tell, neither one of them were small. Distorts the body. All of you that have had children, you know your body does things you don't even expect it to do and don't want it to do. It stretches and de deforms itself, if you will. Can I just tell you, there's some things that are happening in the church that are deforming. It's stretching us in places we've never dreamed of being stretched. It's pulling, it's pushing, it's kicking against us. That thing which is inside of us, that calling, that gifting, that ministry, that opportunity of more souls to come into the kingdom of God. Listen, the, the, this, this building isn't big enough to house what God is trying to birth in Spirit of Grace Church. We don't have enough ministries yet. We don't have enough leaders yet. We don't have enough of anything yet. It's all being birthed and it's been, it's been conceived in us, but it's now growing and we're feeling some of the pangs of birth and we're feeling the kicking and we're the squirming and the, and, and the turning around and in and, and some ways we get just like moms around seven and a half to eight months, just get me through tonight and get this thing over with. And we feel that and we sense that. God, just get it into But listen, just hold on. God is doing something amazing. And we're seeing it. We heard it in every single one of these testimonies today. We felt it in the music today. We see it in the interaction during our family day this morning as we all had donuts and we sugared your kids up real good. And, and, and had just a good time together. God is doing it. And so on this Mother's Day... Would you just be like so many moms in history's past? Just say, just like Mary, the mother of Jesus said, be it unto me. Be it unto me. Some of you have never been around the church. I invite you to stand. Believe it or not, I am not going any further. Some of you have never been around a church. Some of you don't know what being a part of a church is or being a part, Randy used the word family. Some of you don't know what a, a church family is all about. 
Can, can I tell you what a church family really is all about? And that is simply this. Whether you realize it or not, when you hurt, we hurt. When you rejoice, we rejoice. We may not know you. We may not even have your name yet. You may be that new to Spirit of Grace Church. Can I tell you, if this was your first day in this church, you're already part of our family. We have, we have family members that don't know who we are yet. But we're going to find them. Because here's the thing that you have to understand. We are all one body. Many members, the Bible says, but one body. We're the bride of Christ. And the Lord is trying to perfect us and ordain us and, and ordinate us, if you will, into a perfect, a perfect state so that when he presents us to himself, it's that perfect picture of a wedding day. But, but here's the thing, is it's not the bride's perfection. It's the perfection of the Lord as he does the work in us. So you take your history, and I take my history, and you take your history, and we blend all of our histories together, and they are such a mess. It doesn't matter how good we think we are. All of our histories are a mess. But then God births something in us. And when it's birthed, the beauty of, can I just tell you, you all look perfect today. Because he takes all of the imperfections, and because of the imperfections, it becomes perfect. How do I know? Because the Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. When we are imperfect, he is perfect and his perfection comes out so this Mother's Day I want to challenge you yes call your moms talk to them thank them but then go on to talk to the Lord a little bit and say God how can I be a good mom how can I birth that thing that you are trying to grow in me. How can I love them and, and sacrifice myself for this thing that's on the inside of me? And you may not even know what it is. Can I just tell you that Owen was supposed to be in Olivia? <laughs> and his grandpa found out. Grandpa started praying. He wanted to he wanted a grandson with the last name Sanders. He got it. We didn't know what he was going to be. We didn't know how he was going to turn out. He's 18 now. We didn't know how he was going to be when he was first born, how he was going to be at 18. Listen, none of us know. But here's the one thing I do know is that lady has been there every minute of every day. Like a hawk. Ask Owen. Like a hawk. <laughs> to make sure that Owen has turned out the way that that mom wanted him to turn out. I don't know what's in us yet. I've seen some of it. I've seen this. This has been my heartbeat. Hearing every one of these testimonies was a 20-year vision 
that God had given me. Chain Breakers is a 20-year vision that has started to come to pass of mine that God birthed in me. And I'm seeing it happen. But you want to know what? That's just the start. It's just the start for me. It's just the start for you. What's being born in you? And will you be a good mother?